Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Good morning, internet and people watching uh, this video. It's good to have you here. Um, it's been a minute since I've uploaded a video, so I figured I'd jump on real quick and do something this morning. I, uh, I actually have an exciting episode coming up. I've, um, I'm interviewing um, Pastor Rich Lusk. Uh, we were supposed to do it this morning, um, so this time was blocked out of my calendar anyway, and uh, his internet is down. So we're gonna we're pushing to hopefully tomorrow, but I figured um, I set the time aside. I might as well jump on and get something. And I had someone in my church ask me a question um, about courtship and dating, and I figured it's Valentine's Day is coming up here in a couple days, so why not do a quick video giving some advice to young men about pursuing young women. Um, and, uh, and this may not be all that profound, and I'm just kind of shooting from the hip, but the thought that um, this, this young man was asking about, about was um, there was, I think C.R. Wiley had said something, and I haven't seen what he said, but, but essentially was encouraging men to not talk too much um, when they're talking to a woman and not like, uh, like be kind of aloof, I think was was sort of the exhortation or encouragement from Wiley. Again, I could be totally off on that because I haven't actually seen what he said. But this guy was trying to think about how to apply that. And um, as we were talking, um, this was on Sunday, um, the thing that occurred to me was something I heard um, Jason Cherry say, or excuse me, um, Jason Farley. Um, he was on Canon's uh, no, on Shannon, um, Chocolate Knox has a podcast. It's called, I think it's called like Knox Unplugged or something. And and he had uh, Jason Farley on his show and they were talking about different things. And Jason made this point about the word submission. Um, he basically just broke it down, said there's two, you know, sub and mission. And sub just means under and mission means mission, right? And so submission uh, for a woman is um, is just that it's coming under a man's mission right um, and and what a profound thought and and I think it has a lot of uh, clear implication to how we approach courtship uh, if you're a, a man who is looking to um, to find a wife how does that happen and um, I think the way it happens, um, and I, I think this is more and more the case the older you get, right? I think when you're younger, it's a different phase of life and, and there's less awareness of some of these things, but it becomes more and more focused as you get older. When you're young, I think it's still all of the same things apply, but um, it's happening on a more subconscious level. So this is what, I'm, what I'll say about, about it, and then maybe I can try to unpack it a little further. Basically, what I'm saying is that a woman is looking not so much about at how handsome a guy is or how successful a guy is necessarily or how um, compatible 
you know, a guy is. Um, that's not really, I don't think, what's primarily in view for a woman. And again, I think this is happening both consciously and subconsciously. I think what's mostly happening is she's she's asking herself, is this a mission that I want to sign on to? Am I on board with this guy's mission? Um, and, and that makes sense because of how God's created women. God God made Adam gave him a task and then and then made Eve and made Adam her task like he made uh he gave her him a helper to that was suitable to him for the task that he's been given and and so this is the this is how God built women is there they are designed to be oriented towards their husband and towards his task and so um, I think any woman who's looking at a, a potential husband, is asking about his mission. Is this a mission that I'm on board with? Um, and so I think there's um, that can be really tangible, um, like specifically what's he doing with his life, what's his job, what's his direction. Um, or and I think that's um, that becomes more of an issue probably later in life when you're actually old enough to have kind of a career track. I think for folks like me, and you know, I saw Michael Foster posted that he, he and his wife got married young as well. Um, Bethany and I were, you know, she was nineteen, I was twenty-one when we got married. Um, the uh, for Bethany, I think she, it wasn't. Oh, I definitely am hundred percent excited about the direction Larson's life is going and and the mission that he's on, um, because I didn't really have a mission, uh, except that I was charging hard after whatever it was I was doing, right? So when Bethany and I started dating, I mean, we were really young, but I was, I was the head of our, of, a, of our, you know, public high schools chapter of a Christian club. Um, I was all about that. I was, uh, I was the president of the Frisbee and footbag club at the school. And I was all about that. I was big into music and I was all about that. I was in bands and I was, you know, I was playing coffee shops and, and doing things like that. Um, and, uh, and I was, uh, I was serving in my church, um, in, in music and also, um, with the youth group, I was, I was, you know, helping teach and organize different things. And so all of those things, none of those are things that I'm really doing anymore. Right. Um, my life is, has, you know, that's, that's way in my past. Um, but, but I think what Bethany saw in me was, a guy who had a had uh, had things he was pursuing and was pursuing it with uh, enthusiasm um, and uh, and with skill and I think she saw that um, characteristic in me and and felt like hey this is a guy I can follow this is a guy I can submit to right um, so anyway that's um, so I think to 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 help a guy, let's say you're heading into a, um, a court, sh let's, let's say you're heading into a singles, you know, um, event where you're going to be interacting with a bunch of different, um, you know, adult, young adult singles that are looking for a potential spouse. And that's clearly in view. Uh, my advice would be, um, to, to not go in, um, trying to impress with the things that you've accomplished, um, to not go in uh, talking about yourself and about um, 
everything you've again everything you've accomplished it's not about um just being super super nice or super super spiritual um i think it's about having confidence in in your own skin you know who you are you're not trying to be something different you've actually you have the wisdom to know um what kinds of things you're good at and what kind of direction you need to be going with your life and you're and you're pursuing that with with uh with uh, intentionality and purpose and um and uh and with some success right um and so i think that's the kind of signals that you're trying to give um to a woman and obviously those are the things that that need to be true um but it's not hey i'd, I'd be a really um, nice guy, you know, to be around, or I'd be really super spiritual. Um, you know, I mean, ultimately this is, this is cliche, but, but ultimately you do want to be yourself, you know, cause you're not going to be able to keep up whatever act it is that you're putting on, um, in that moment for the rest of your life. Um, so I think you want to be yourself, um, at, at, at some level, but obviously, it's a special circumstance and you're trying to make the best impression you can. And I think, I think part of it's proving that you are able to, uh, to, to, um, handle yourself well in a, in a uncomfortable, difficult circumstance. Cause Lord knows marriage is full of those. You know, you, you are, when you get married, you're marrying, a, you're, you're going, you're, you're kind of plowing into the unknown together and there's going to be challenges and, and uh and difficulties and so um this is a great example kind of a pressure cooker example of does this man have the um have the confidence to walk in and carry himself well and not uh, get super flustered and super uh intimidated um and and handle it in a way that's natural and and doesn't doesn't seem um like really unusual and weird and, uh, and put on. Um, so I, th- I think it'd be about, you know, being, um, being, um, so, so I, I think Wiley's point about, I think not talking so much is, is I think more about, um, you're not laying out a resume you know, you're not to a potential employer. Um, and you're not, um, you know, you're, 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 you're there to, to, um, to interact and see if there's chemistry and, and, and that needs to be organic, you know, either there's chemistry, there's not, you know, um, and you need to be, um, you need to do yourself as many favors as you can to try to, to try to, not let your um, your um, bad personality traits get in the way of the chemistry potential. So I think you do want to be on your best behavior, um, which again is something you have to do for the rest of your life. You know, in marriage, you don't you don't get married and go cool. I get to stop trying um, to to be um, t- to trying to impress my wife, trying to um, pursue my wife, trying to make my wife feel like she's special. Um, those are actually habits that you have to develop. And so if you can't do that, you know, so on the flip side of what I've been saying, 
if you show up to this event and you are like in sweatpants and you're like, hey, this is who I am, take it or leave it, um, <clears throat> that sends a signal that you don't care and that if, if you can't in this circumstance step up and 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 um, put your best foot forward, you know, how much worse are you going to be when when, you know, the, the honeymoon's over and uh, it's just the two of you, you know? Um, so I do think a, a woman wants to be pursued, um, wants to have a man take initiative. So, so that would be the other advice is, is don't be passive. Don't be sitting there just waiting to be um, talked to. You know, I think going over and taking and, and asking questions, you know, I mean, I think this is one of the best things you can do is ask questions. Hey, tell me about yourself. Where are you from? What are you doing? What's your background? What's your, what's your family into? You know, I don't think it's a bad idea to sit down and write out a list of potential questions to ask and conversation starters. That's not a bad thing to do. Rehearse, you know, prepare. I, I can tell you, I can confess that I've done this even after, uh, what is it now? 18, almost 18 years of marriage. Um, I still sometimes before we go on a date and I take my day, my wife on a date, uh, just about every week. Um, I'll still sometimes think through the kinds of questions I want to ask while we're on a date. Uh, cause I don't want to just sit there and fritter our, our time away. I want, I want to make hay and, and, um, have it be a time where we're, where we're, we're going deeper, you know, in our relationship and, and, I want to fill my wife's tank. I want to give her an opportunity to, to, uh, to lay out what's on her mind and what she's thinking about, and um, and so that takes preparation, right? So I, I I will go into the sometimes you know Fridays is usually when we go on dates. Sometimes Friday afternoon I sit down and go, okay, what kind of questions do I want to talk through with Bethany tonight? And sometimes it's silly stuff like you know stuff that we we just never get a chance to talk about. Um, and, uh, but, but again, um, so I think, I think putting your best foot forward, preparing for that, um, and, uh, and pursuing, uh, pursuing these women, not, not like chasing her around the room if she's trying to avoid you. Um, but, but not waiting to be talked to, you know, going and, Hey, I'm Larson. Good to meet you. Tell me about yourself. Um, um, and, uh, and then again, when she asks about you, it's not like, you know, let me just try to tell you all the best things about myself and all the best features and all the best accomplishments. Because um, I think the, <clears throat> I, I heard Rich Les say this in a sermon. I was listening to a couple of his sermons in preparation for our uh, our conversation. And um, I think he was quoting, mm, I can't remember who he's quoting, but, but the point he was making was that somebody who's, who, whose story about themselves is overly doesn't find any fault in their story. Like like when they tell their story, it's just a story of one success after another. Um, is like that's that's a that that's a indicator of somebody who who lacks wisdom, lacks self awareness, and is dishonest. Um, uh, if if any of us are honest um, about our journey. Uh, it's mostly just lots of failures. I thought I was going to do this and I failed. And then I tried to do this and I failed. Um, I, I 
you know, I accidentally fell into this and it worked and I, and I actually really like it, you know? Um, but I, I think that's the kind of, um, that's the kind of integrity, you know, that, that a woman's looking for is not somebody who's, who's just a, a charmer, you know, who's, who's, uh, who you can't tell if they're telling the truth or not. You know, you, you want somebody who's honest and, and, uh, and, uh, um, uh, so what else? What else? What other things? Um, if I was going into into something like this, what else would I be thinking about? Um, I think talking about your mission, you know, when, when you get the opportunity, uh, here's what I'm doing with my life right now. These are the things I hope to accomplish. Um, this is the direction I'm headed. And, uh, and I love it. I'm excited about it. I'm passionate about it. Um, I think I'm making an impact on the world. Um, I don't think I'm the next Elon Musk or whatever, but I think I'm uh, in my sphere. I think I'm, it's, you know, I'm, I'm making an impact and I, and I, and I intend to continue to, to grow and stretch myself and, and take more territory that right there. Again, whether it's, you're a garbage man or you're an astrophysicist, I think for a woman, um, that's, what's attractive is, is a man who, is aware of themselves and their skills and their strengths and is and is deploying them um, in in the best way they can uh, with some humility with some um, di- with a lot of diligence a lot of integrity um, so I think that's the that's the the main theme of 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 uh, I think what you're trying to accomplish is you're trying to give a glimpse of the mission you know a glimpse of the fact that you're a man on a mission. Um, you know, that, that there's, that, that that's your job. You're, you know, you're, you're going out to take dominion, to grow the kingdom of God, to grow your kingdom, um, and to make an impact on the world. And, and, uh, this is how you're doing it. And it may be something that, that, uh, is really difficult to explain. And, um, and you obviously don't want to get too, too, uh, deep into the woods, but, but be ready to, to explain that. I think a lot of guys <clears throat> make the mistake and I, I, t- I tell this to, to married men all the time. I think we make a huge mistake when we don't include our wives in our work and when we don't. Um, and, and I think that applies just as much to, to astrophysicists. And I, I say that I've said astrophysicists twice now. I live in a community full of astrophysicists. So um, my church has many astrophysicists and that's, that's an actual thing in our, in our community. Um, it's a huge mistake for you to, 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 to presume that your wife has no interest whatsoever in what you're doing, or it's all completely going to be over her head. Um, it's not, you know, she may not be equipped to do the math, right? Um, but, but there are all manner of political dynamics to your work. There are all manner of social dynamics to your work. There are, um, there are, uh, sort of career path components that you don't need a, you know, PhD in physics to be able to, to, to think through. As a matter of fact, your PhD in physics, um, may, uh, blind you. You, you, you may, you may struggle with understanding the bigger picture because you're so focused on, on the task. So, so I think this is one of the gifts that, that God's uniquely blessed women with is the ability to sort of perceive, um, the relational side of of work and 
Um, and also because they're not in the weeds necessarily of your work, like uh, your day-to-day -day work, they can kind of see patterns that you that may be obscure to you um, because you're 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 so head down. Uh, but she can kind of see it from an outsider and go, it seems like you're still this same thing keeps happening. Um, and so anyway, um, I would just say if you're an astrophysicist going into one of these these kinds of um, events that you should you should go in ready to kind of explain how you got there, the structure of the organization, um, where you fit into that and how, um, you know, how you see that um, changing in the future. And um, so anyway, um, I'll stop there. Um, I'm sure there's more that could be said about about that, but I hope that that's at least uh, gives some some ideas to young men who are or older men, you know, who are um, pursuing women and thinking about how do I make the best impression um, in a first meeting? Um, what what am I trying to accomplish? Um, and and I guess all all uh, advice to you again. Um, when it comes to if if you walk out of that that um, that uh, event, having talked to several women, um, you know, I think the so which one should you pursue or should you continue to pursue? I mean, I, I think first is was there anybody that that there was obvious chemistry, you know, um, where it seemed like when you guys talked, it was um, it was easier to talk, it was more pleasant to talk. Um, she seemed genuinely interested in what you were talking about. Um, you know, I think those are the, those are the things that you're, you're, those are the signals you're looking for. Um, most of all, you know, I think, um, I think everything else is, is, um, is, you know, that, uh, if, if you haven't heard me say this, I don't think God made one man for each, um, woman and one woman for each man uh, obviously he's sovereign so he knows um in his foreknowledge what who we're going to marry um but i don't think that um because of that it means that there is there is ultimately only one person you could marry that would be perfect for you i think there's any number any any number of thousands of of um women that would be that you'd be able to be very happy happily married to um and so, um, if, if you are going into it, looking for the one, um, I don't think you're thinking, I, I think you're setting yourself up for error. And this is, there was a podcast recently, a, a guy in my church, um, listens to, uh, the rabbi, um, David Lappin, I believe is his name. Um, and I've listened to a couple of his podcasts, fun, fun guy to listen to. But he had a whole podcast about this recently, about this this lie that there's only one, and and the reason why he he emphasized the importance of of dispelling this lie is that um, that that when the road gets rocky, you know, a couple years in or a couple months in or whatever, um, it's it's this there's a temptation to go oh. I think I married the wrong person. This wasn't the one. I thought it was the one, but it's not the one. Um, and he was just trying to say, you got to dispel that right out of the gates. There's marriage is going to be hard and you're going to go through difficulties and you didn't marry the one because there isn't a one. You know, um, Doug Wilson often says 
that that men are to choose their love and love their choice. This is what God's done with us. He's chosen his people and then he loves his people. And uh, and as men, we got to choose who it is we're going to love. And then we've got to love that choice we made and not look back and go, ah, did I make the wrong choice? Um, once it's been made, it's been made and it's time to move forward with, with, with the duty of loving, um, which, which involves sacrifice and, and everything else. Um, so you're not going into this asking, is this the one you're going into this asking, is this somebody, um, that I can enjoy being married to and that, that I can love and, and, uh, and, um, and devote myself to and, um, and, um, and so you're not trying to find out if this is the absolute perfect person. Um, so, okay. That was a little rabbit trail, but, um, hit me up in the comments. If you have any questions, maybe I can upload a second video here on this topic before Valentine's day, um, for the ladies perhaps. Um, but yeah, tell me if you've got any, any thoughts or questions or, uh, think anything I said was really stupid. Um, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in and, uh, we'll talk to you later.